0: What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph coming back with you today, and uh, we are here for day 20 and uh, we're continuing our podcast of accelerate walking into next steps as the bride, and so I'm so glad that you're here joining with me for this time uh, of just studying God's word and just pulling some truth uh, together. So uh, let's let's jump in here. I'm going to be reading First Peter chapter five, verses eight through fourteen, where you are finishing up the book of First Peter together. So I'm excited about this, and so uh, I'm going to be reading out the New International Version. So Let me read this, and then we will jump right in. It says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. With the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I've written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings, and so does my son Mark, greeting one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Wow, what some powerful words that that Peter is bringing here. Now, once again, we're digging into the context, right? And so we remember that just beforehand here in, in 1 Peter chapter 5, you know that Peter was saying, "Hey, humble yourselves under God's mighty hand. Cast all your cares on Him." What a great reminder for us in our life to how we are casting all of our cares upon Jesus Christ. But it, Peter comes and he he says, "Okay, I want to give you those some exhortations. I want to give you some encouragements as well." And so he continues on with these encouragements to the church. And he begins with these things, he says, be self-controlled, be alert, right? We we can't just cast all of our cares and just you know kind of walk away, and say K Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. No, we still have a responsibility as followers of Christ of that we are to be aware of things that are happening around us. And so a part of that being aware is this self-control that we are to show, that, that we're living out our life with self-control. I'm, I'm not just going out here and just doing whatever I want to do. No, I have a responsibility as a follower of Christ to show self-control. And a lot of that is alertness. How am I being alert? How am I being aware of, of temptation that's maybe around me, of things that I'm letting into my life? Stop and think about that right now in your life. Are you allowing things in your life that are reflecting that you're not self-controlled? Are there things that are in your life right now that you've got kind of slowly let just drift in? Or, or maybe you've been just drifting uh, drifting away from and fellowship with the Lord. Well, you know, Peter's saying here, be aware of those things, and he says not only just be aware of them, but understand where they're coming from. He goes on to say, your enemy, the the foe, the one that is against God, the devil. He's prowling around like a roaring roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He is hungry. The one thing, if the devil can take your influence away, if he can take your testimony away, he wants to do that. The devil is not concerned about you if you're being a casual follower of Christ. If you're just saying, you know what, yeah, I love Jesus, but you're not living it out. You know what, the devil doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about you in that. He's looking at those that that have a hunger, those that are being alert, those that that are uh, arming themselves with the same attitude of of Christ. He's aware of those, and he wants to prowl. He wants to pounce upon you. And so Peter comes along. He says, "Resist him." You see, my life in in following Christ is is being aware of not as much a. Of the things that I love. We love the Lord. We love following Him. We love the grace and mercy and grace that He provides. But I also have to be aware as well of the things that I have to resist in my life. And that's a part of transformation. And that's a part of putting on Christ and putting off the things of this world. And so as I'm doing that, that's where I'm learning to resist him. It's not behavior modification. No, it's heart transformation that works from the inside to out. And so I'm resisting the devil. I'm standing firm in the faith. And, and, and so because of this, I know that I'm being a part of the church. I, I know that I'm not alone. When I do that, there's other believers just like me that are going through the same trials, the same tribulations, the same sufferings that I am. And I can know that I am not alone. I can know that I can stand firm with other believers. But then look at what, uh, how God is described. The God of all grace. Friend, I want to tell you, standing up for Jesus is not easy. Resisting the devil is is not easy and i will tell you we've probably had some times in our life whenever we've messed up we've we've given into temptation but friend remember here god is a god of all grace now that doesn't mean that we run out and sin more no he's a god of all grace that when we do sin we are forgiven see the moment you place your faith in jesus you are forgiven of your past, your present, and your future. He's the God of all grace. Of all grace. There's not a sin outside of unbelief that you can do that's going to remove the grace of God. And what is that sin? What does that grace do? It calls us. It calls you to his eternal glory in Christ. And, and And are we going to go through some times of of suffering? Yes. Anybody that tries to tell you that following Jesus and living for Jesus is easy, I want to tell you, friends, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. That's what the whole health, wealth, prosperity movement is trying to tell you. You know, that that you can just follow Jesus and, and life is going to be so much better. You're going to have all this money and everything. Friend, I want to tell you, it's hard to follow Jesus. But understand as well that with following Jesus is His grace, and with His grace is His restoration, and with that restoration, as He's saying there, strength. You're on a firm foundation in Him, and though the your world may crumble, all these temporary things may crumble. You you may lose the promotion, you may lose money, Wh- whatever it is, friend. You can stand firm in Jesus. Because he's all powerful. Friend, that's the grace of God. That's the grace. And, and, and then Peter comes along and he says, Hey, look, look. I want to tell you the whole reason why I've been sending this letter is this. There'll be a word of encouragement to you. This is a word of encouragement that is testifying to the true grace of God. Oh, how. How the world tries to define grace in so many different ways. If if you do this for me, then I'll do that for you. That's the way that the world defines grace. It's a conditional grace. But the true grace of God is from a God of all grace, and the God of all grace says, "My love is not based on your merits. My love is not based on on anything that you've done." The all sufficient grace of God and the true grace of God is unconditional love for you. Friend, let that be a word of encouragement to you. Let that be a word to draw you to the church, to draw you to the body of Christ, of other believers that share in that belief that, that we're here experiencing the grace and mercy of God. What a powerful truth that, that is. Friend, I want that to be a word of encouragement to you today. Friend, that you can stand firm upon the grace of God. You can resist the enemy because of the grace of God. And and are we going to have some times when we're going to mess up? Yeah, we are. But friend, know that God's grace is... It's not there to be crumbles. It's not there to be a leftover. There's the buffet of His grace. And listen, friend, it's open. It's available for you every single day. Oh, I think about Jeremiah's words and his lamentation, chapter 3, and how his compassions, his mercies are new every day. Somebody, I believe, just needed to hear that today that his mercy is new and available for you today. Friend, don't miss that. Don't miss the the all-sufficient grace of God, the true grace of God, and let that just soak over you today as you live out your faith for his glory, not for yours. Friend, I encourage you in that. And so, friends, we just uh, continue on with our podcast. We look forward to the next episode and look forward to you guys that just continue on as we're just reading God's word together. God bless you guys and look forward to seeing you again on here.